Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. In this new series, I'll be talking about buying businesses. So we'll be covering things like buying either the assets or the shares, talking about the due diligence process, talking about the different forms of funding that are uh, available to you and other things that you need to be aware of when buying a business. But the one main question that people usually have is, shall I buy the assets of a company or shall I buy the shares of a company or business? Uh, and I mean, that depends on the, on the business that you're buying, either actual structure. Because obviously if you're buying a business from somebody who's a sole trader, you can't buy the shares because they own the business in, in their own name. But for this particular video uh, and the topic of conversation, we're going to assume that an individual is uh, has the option of either buying the shares of a lim limited company or they can buy the assets. Now, generally speaking, uh, most buyers tend to favor, not all the time, but they tend to favor buying the assets. Uh, and how that usually works is uh, a company would have a certain number of assets the buyer then buys those assets and the, the funds go to the company and then the person selling then obviously has to pay the tax through the company on the sale of those assets and then if they want to take the money out they then have to pay extra personal uh, tax. Uh, the good thing for the seller is it's less onerous, there's less due diligence that needs to take place because obviously if you're buying the shares of a company you're then taking over all the uh, previous liabilities so you've got to have detailed due diligence you've got to have warranties that you take out uh, because you're obviously ultimately responsible for the company uh, the challenge we have in, from the seller's point of view is if they sell the assets they can't claim entrepreneur's relief uh, whereas if they sell the shares, they can claim entrepreneur's relief as long as they meet the rules. So sellers are usually more keen to uh, sell via shares as opposed to assets. Now, of course, they, they could claim entrepreneur's relief if they cease trading and they've sold the assets and then do a voluntary liquidation. But that's a topic for a different uh, day. Uh, so usually, uh, if you are looking to sell if you end up selling the assets, you'll probably have more people who are interested in buying because as I've said, buyers want prefer buying the assets. So the seller has a bit more leverage and the sale usually takes place quicker because there's less due diligence to do. Uh, so if you're really looking to sell your business uh, quickly, uh, then selling the assets will make that happen quicker than selling the shares. Uh, in terms of... Uh, from the buyer's point of view, as I've said, they're going to be more keen to buy uh, the assets uh, and uh, the, you've then got to work out what the, those assets are worth and then there's possibly complicated uh, tax calculations for you in terms of uh, the uh, 
depreciation stroke capital allowances that you've claimed on those assets and the net book value is a, uh, a profit or loss on disposal but again I don't need to cover that because we're not talking about tax uh, alone uh, on this particular video uh, and then if the buyer is also buying the assets plus some goodwill they then want to work out uh, can they uh, what form of goodwill that is again that's slightly complicated outside uh, the scope of this particular video so those are some of the things that you may have to think about uh, then there, there's a VAT implications uh, depending on if you're uh, taking a overstock and if you're if you're VAT registered so that's something that you'll have to uh, bear in mind uh, and then obviously when assets are being transferred depending on the type of assets they are if there's property involved or other assets which have uh, loans on them that can again be time consuming so that's something that you'll have to bear in mind but generally speaking people who, who are buying businesses they prefer to buy the assets not all the time but generally they do sellers prefer to sell the shares in a company now the other option of course is uh, shares uh, and as I've said uh, if people meet the rules then they want to claim entrepreneurs relief then they're keen to sell the shares because they're only paying 10% tax on the first million pounds per person uh, if you are buying the shares you'll have to uh, do a financial due diligence and obviously a legal due diligence and then other checks which I will cover on the video that I make on in uh, on due diligence uh, but that's just to, to point that out to you but the seller will prefer selling the shares you'll it's gonna take a long time in my experience uh, the uh, sale of shares takes a much longer uh, or take, takes a lot longer than uh, the sale of assets so be ready for that it's gonna cost you more in legal fees it's gonna cost you more in accounting fees purely because of the due diligence if there's property involved that's gonna cost you even more especially from a legal point of view depending on whether you're buying the property or if you're leasing the property then you'll need a lease so that's something that you'll obviously need to bear in mind uh, it, so the costs are going to uh, rack up and then obviously you've got all the issues of, of warranties but depending on the type of business you're buying as a buyer sometimes buying the, the shares might work well for you anyway uh, and there are different reasons for that for one could be license and regulatory so if, if let's say you're uh, buying a children's home and uh, rather you don't have a, a license and this is the first one that you're buying uh, then because the, you, you're buying the, the shares of a company the company's already registered you just need to change the ownership uh, with the regulator as opposed to applying for a new license that's just one example if you're buying a children's day nursery it's the same thing again with Ofsted uh, if you're buying an, an existing nursery you need to make them aware that the registered person has changed that's quicker than trying to get a new license uh, with Ofsted and there are other, obviously other industry specific examples of that uh, so those I've kind of kept it very brief and simple for you to, to think about whether you, you want to buy the shares or the assets my preference is to buy the assets where we can uh, I find that works better uh, but again it's a, a negotiation and depends on the circumstances alongside that then you, you you'll have to think about uh, QP and employees contracts again a good 
solicitor will be able to help you with that uh, alongside obviously a financial due diligence of any uh, particular liabilities, pensions and all, all that kind of stuff. So that's something that you'll need to be uh, aware of because it, it's quite important. Of if you're buying the shares, you'll have to pay stamp duty on the value of the shares at, at half a percent. Again, depends on, on how much you're, you're paying for the shares, but that's something that, that you need to bear in mind. Uh, and these are all the things you need to be thinking about when you're negotiating with uh, a uh, seller so you can f f factor things in. So if, you, if you're purely just buying the shares, again, ballpark uh, in terms of legal fees, it's gonna rack up an extra five to seven thousand pounds. This ballpark again depends on the size of the business, how much extra work needs doing. It's always difficult to obviously give fees. Uh, and then for your financial due diligence, again, you're looking at, again, depending on which firm you use, minimum, minimum for a, a basic DD, you're looking at five thousand pounds, going all the way up to 25, 30,000 pounds. And if you're doing a multi-million pound deal, you're looking at 50 grand plus in terms of DD fees just for the financial side and the same for the legal. Uh, but if you're buying a small business for say uh, a couple hundred grand, uh, then it's gonna, and, yeah, and you're buying the shares, it's gonna, you're gonna rack up an extra five grand for the legal fees and an extra, I'd say seven and a half to 10 grand for the financial due diligence. So bear that in mind when you're negotiating with the seller uh, and you'll have different uh, things you want, the seller will have different things they want. It's just coming to some kind of a, a compromise to make sure things work for you. But as we go through some of the other videos and I, I point out other things, you'll find areas and avenues and angles where you can negotiate uh, by giving in uh, certain places and taking in certain places. So overall, you get the best deal possible and it becomes a win-win situation. I hope you found that useful. If you did, uh, click the like button. If you want more videos like this, press subscribe so we automatically notify you of the videos. And if you've got any questions, post them in the comments below and I'll happily answer every single one of you. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.